Hello and welcome to WNC Original Music, episode 76, the trombone episode. This week we have part two with Catherine O'Shea. You'll remember Catherine from a couple of previous episodes. She is an award-winning singer-songwriter and a literal puppet master. This episode is from a special show we did at Catherine's brother's house, uh, Michael O'Shea, who is running for Congress, by the way. I want to throw that in there. Catherine uh, gathered together a group of her friends and musical partners in the area, and she did some solo work and some duets, and you're going to hear both of those uh, on this episode. Appearing in duets with Catherine will be Michael Martinez, a.k.a. Mad Mike. He is the singer and lyricist for the national touring band Natural Born Leaders. Also, she will do a song with Debrissa McKinney. She is in the Grammy award-winning band 23 Skidoo. And she is the host of the annual Brown Bag songwriting competition. Debrissa is also in the Steely Dan cover band Dirty Logic. And you can find her appearing on several recordings of local artists around town. And that's all before breakfast. And also she will have a song with Madison Maxwell. She is a founding member of Bombay Gasoline, a local band, and also a member of the art rock band Baghead. We're going to start out with the song with Catherine and Mike Martinez. Here is Catherine O'Shea. So this one, I'm very excited about this one. This one is called uh, This Time Around. It's a pretty new one for me. (laughs) Uh, I'm right now realizing... The irony, not the irony, but uh, the appropriateness of how I decided to play this after the song When to Go, Um, because this one is the part of the journey where I definitely know that everything is going to be okay and that I did the right thing, Uh, which is quite a different tone than the last song I played. Um, This is Mike Martinez. There we go. Perfect. Yes. Uh, I met this gentleman when I did a So Far Sounds show recently, and he was also on the bill, and I remember sitting there all super nervous, and eventually I wasn't nervous anymore because I was just like really blown away and really just thinking about the timbre of his voice and what he was doing at the pedals. I was like, oh, cool, and I totally forgot about being nervous. It was awesome. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely delighted that you're wanting to be here and part of this. I'm absolutely delighted to be a part of it. Yay! Awesome. All right. Enjoy this. I sure do. It's, I can't get over how fun it is to play with all of you. Every one of you adds so much. Thank you. Oh, I guess that you could say I learned 
See if I can make this more flare. <laughs> more flare. <laughs> uh, no, I'm good. <laughs> uh, I'm curious. What do you think about that song? Like, what does that song bring up for you? Me personally? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I feel like Not I was to put like... you on the spot. <laughs> Man, I think I know a lot. And uh, <laughs> if I'm to be completely honest, you know. If, if I were the person writing the song, mm-hmm. I would think that I would be writing the song to me is that, like, I don't, you know, I feel like I learned, you know, maybe you learned a thing or two this time around, but, like, generally I don't, you know? To me, it's like, it's like, a, to me, it's like me telling myself, 
Learn, motherfucker. <laughs> Learn, dude. Sorry, sorry. No, you're fine. <laughs> Am I, I allowed to curse? Yes, yes. I already asked. The podcast is going to be marked explicit. We're good. We're solid. That was one of the first questions I asked. Wherever you say that, I'm going to overdose Sam Jackson say the monkey lover. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it means to me. Yeah. What does it mean to you? Um, I guess it means that I actually learned something, or at least I'm <laughs> pretending I did. <laughs> at the very least. Um, yeah, it's... I guess it's one of those songs that's a lot about, like, accepting that you kind of fucked up and you learned by trial and error. Mm-hmm. And you maybe put yourself in situations that didn't need to be the way they are. <laughs> a little questionable. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. This song does feel really confrontational to me. This song feels uh, almost like me sort of putting on this like, no, I'm tough. I'm, I'm fighting. I'm through this. And it's half to myself and it's half to a lot of people that I imagine that are in my head who are thinking, oh, she did this. She fucked up this way. She did this. And this is very like, this is what happened. This is my story. I'm sticking to it. And it's almost this uh, confrontational declaration of like, I had to go through this. I had to make these mistakes. And (laughs) fuck you if you think that that's not okay. You know? Which, again, is a message for myself. Right, because you're looking at me when you said it. So. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely a message for okay, myself. Okay, okay. Yeah. I think yeah. a lot of time for songwriters, it takes you writing a song for me to make it come to fruition. Yes. You know what I mean? Like, that's why I write a song, so that I can live up to my song. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yes. Absolutely. Absolutely. You write it down, and it's like, well, now that's me. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So. Cool. Thank you. Thank you. You kidding? Thank you so much. I feel like <laughs> I feel like this is like you wrote this song to me. You asked me what I thought about yeah, it. I've been yeah. thinking about it since you guys have been talking about it. <laughs> to me, it feels like like I feel like it's somebody writing it. So like I feel like you know anybody. My wife could have wrote this song to me. I bet you learned a thing or two, you know, kind of deal. But at the same time, it's very, you know, it makes me think about that. Like, did I learn a thing? Uh-huh. Maybe. Yeah. But exactly. Because I think, I think uh, one of the strengths of the song is that it, it talks about all these really like sort of nasty, awful things that are happening. And then you still like kind of have this attitude and the melody and everything, but but it is sort of softening with the hook. It's like, well, I learned a thing or two. All of this crappy stuff was happening. I guess I learned a thing or two. <laughs> Moving on, get to put that in my back pocket and keep it forever, I guess. <laughs> you know? <laughs> so, yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much. All right. So, yeah, this next one is called Dandelion, and it's very, very new. This song is dedicated to uh, both my dad 
and the dad of my sister-in-law. Um, so I suppose, is that? My, no, that's not my father-in-law. Anyway, um, but yeah, my sister-in-law's dad, <laughs> um, who both passed away a few years back, uh, and we went through that experience very, very close chronologically together uh, and just with each other all the time. So this song is actually from the perspective of both me and Jenny, depending on what part we're talking about. So, and this is the first time I've ever played it in front of people. So give me a break. <laughs> okay, this is Dandelion. <laughs> He liked the smell Said that weeds could grow up to our hips He'd be just as happy to watch the wildflowers bloom around the world Nobody likes the HOA Nobody wants to spend their day Cutting down the violets in between the blades of grass So I don't stop pretending that summer is never Seasons always, always gonna pass, and I know nothing stays the same, and I know people always gotta change, and I know dandelions gotta blow away in the wind, but I can't think of a prettier day than the one we're in. April, Daddy made like a dandelion. 
she was feeling about everything this year and how much she missed her dad and um, she was talking about how her dad wanted to see the mountains blossom again before he passed away he was uh, fighting cancer at the time and um, so she wrote this whole thing about that and about how it was such a beautiful day this year on April 10th and how she just couldn't stop thinking about how her dad would really, really love to see the way the mountains look. And actually, a friend of ours, uh, Chris Smith, Carolina bound, if, you, if you're into the Hendersonville folk scene, dear friend of ours, uh, commented on it and said something about, well, hey, I can't think of a prettier day than the one we're in. And immediately it was like, that's a song. <laughs> so, yeah. And it just... So that, that is the verse that's from Jenny's perspective. The other verses are uh, my perspective because my dad was not a fan of mowing the yard, was not a fan of rake. I mean, he did it. That That's an exaggeration. He, he did. Oh, wait, you did it. <laughs> my brother did This is the uproar that just came from that. <laughs> my 
my family in the room is like, no. <laughs> no, you're right, though. Um, this, this, see? You say it. You write it in a song, and it's true. Um, but yeah, no, my dad, specifically, I remember he did, like, strictly did not believe in raking leaves. He was like, no, this is, that's a waste of my time. Like, if you want to jump in a pile, fine. But I'm not raking leaves just to get them off the yard. <laughs> like, come on, <laughs> you know? <laughs> like, and so, <laughs> it's, uh, it's a really perfect depiction of who my dad was as a person. Um, so when I, when I started sort of writing about, got into the thread of, uh, parents, losing parents, seasons, and, you know, the way that a person's life mimics nature's seasons and got to thinking about all of the ways that his life flowed in and out of the seasons with mowing and yard work and all that stuff. And, um, oh, the dandelion thing. That's something that I want to say, cause this is a fun, so my dad was a minister. And he had all of these, like, one-liners that he would tell people. And he called them chadisms. No, sorry. Everybody else called them chadisms. <laughs> he doesn't say that himself. That'd be weird. Um, but he, everybody called them chadisms. And one of them, I've never understood why people like this one so much. Because it's really weird, to be honest with you. But he used to say... People are like dandelions, don't freeze dry them in time. Because dandelions always change. <laughs> I don't know where the freeze dry part came from. <laughs> like, your guess is as good as mine. <laughs> I guess that was just his way of saying, hey, let people grow, let people evolve and develop, you know? Um, so the whole dandelion thing has become a big symbolic thing when thinking about my dad. Every spring, he'd do the dandelion talk. When the dandelions first came out, he'd go out and dig one up in the yard and take it to church and use it as an illustration and talk about the dandelion. Mm -hmm. Yeah. How and people are a process, not one thing. Precisely. And that's uh, my mom speaking, my mom, Lightengale, who is also a singer-songwriter and can probably speak on all of these stories of my dad's better than I can. <laughs> Um, but she was the minister of music at the church that they ran together. So he had all sorts of talks like that that revolved around nature type things. I would say that's a big inspiration for a lot of my writing. Oh. I like that line, because um, it sort of sounds mundane, but it fits in there real well. Mm. Nobody likes the HOA. <laughs> 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 I, bet, I mean, how many songs mention the Homeowners Association in here? <laughs> I've learned that I have a knack for accidentally writing about really mundane shit. <laughs> like I have, I have a song that mentions slugs and snails. But it fits in there because it makes it real. That, exactly. That, that just like slugs and snails. Like, she would just make up somebody that was talking about the HOA. That probably really happened. It grounds that song, I think. Yeah. Now I have to be honest. <laughs> There's not an HOA in this neighborhood. <laughs> like... <laughs> <laughs> like, like he didn't yeah exactly exactly my dad did not have to deal with the HOA but I knew he didn't like him he wouldn't like him if he did exactly precisely anyway yeah I'm glad you like that line more from Catherine and her friends in just a few moments 
want to mention that you can find Catherine at CatherineOsheaMusic.com. She's also, of course, on Facebook and Instagram, so look for her there as well. You can find Debrissa McKinney's band Empire Strikes Brass at EmpireStrikesBrass.com. And they have a new album that came out in November called Brasterpiece Theater. They are just all about the puns, and I love it. Also, just as an aside, I've had to edit out me saying Empire Strikes Bass about 30 times here. And as we all know, Empire Strikes Bass is actually my Billy Bass, the Singing Fish cover band. Mad Mike Martinez band, Natural Born Leaders, can be found at naturalbornleaders.com. You can find Madison Maxwell's band, Baghead, on Instagram. I would suggest just search Baghead because they have a kind of unusual spelling. And their debut album, Ghost Story, is out now. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast, WNC Original Music, wherever you get your podcast. We're on all the major podcast platforms. You can also listen on the traditional music platforms such as iHeartRadio, Pandora, and Spotify. Also, follow the podcast. Just search WNC Original Music on Facebook and Instagram for extras and videos and uh, a lot of other nonsense. Hey, this is Derek Johnson from your mama's Big Fat Booty Band, and you're listening to WNC Original Music Podcast. All right. So this one is called Holiday, and uh, this one is kind of about using perspective as a coping mechanism, about, you know, it's almost like the same theme as Sunflower, the one that's like, oh, well, okay, I have, I have power in the wire, so that's something. This one's like, all right, come on, you've you've done harder things than you're doing right now, and, which tends to be a grounding force for me. So that's what this one's about. And with me, I am delighted to have Debrisa McKinney singing, singing her heart out. Yeah, please. There you go. She Thank deserves you. that. Yeah. You kidding? Um, no, it, it's an honor. It's absolutely an honor to have your voice in this. Thank you. It's it's a pleasure to sing. All right. All right, this one's called Holiday. Thank you. 
self is messing with me. I've never heard my songs like this before. Thank you. Thank you so much. To, yes, to each and every one of you. Thank you. God. Whew. Teresa. Good Kevin, Lord. I Shane, love that. Shut up. Shut up. <laughs> Get out of here. Get out of here. What are your projects in town? What are you, oh, snap. What are you part of? Um, I am in Empire Strikes Brass. I'm in Secret Agent 23 Skidoo. There you go. I'm also in Dirty Logic. <laughs> I'm in the Catherine O'Shea Project. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> Should I be so lucky? <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, I love you. <laughs> okay. Um, I did the Brown Bag Songwriters Competition last fall. Um, and Debrisa was the host of this competition. So we got to know each other through that. I remember once they have all of these uh, preliminary rounds that like lead you a lot like, I don't know, a ton of people do that, but they have all these preliminary rounds that lead you into like a final round. And at one of the preliminaries, um, Debrisa came up to me afterwards and she's like, hey, uh, just wondering, do you sing harmonies? Cause I feel like you can sing harmonies. And I want your number. <laughs> Let me get one. <laughs> um, She's an amazing harmony singer. Too. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I I love singing harmonies. I absolutely love singing harmonies. So the second that somebody comes up to me and says that, it's like, yes, take my number, please. Call me whenever you need me, please. Um, so that's how that happened. And I'm glad it did. Yeah. And then when the podcast idea came up and I was like, oh, yeah, who am I going to get? Like, who wants to say who would have this like low range that could rock like super weird uh, harmonies against the <gasps> Dobrisa? <laughs> yeah, totally. You. What's your least favorite holiday? Ooh. <laughs> 
What I like to say <laughs> is that the holidays are my least favorite holiday. <laughs> Thanksgiving, Christmas, New Year's. New Year's can sometimes end on a good note, but okay, so here's what's going on. Um, no, not in the slightest. I love snow. I, well, who's lucky enough for snow on Christmas? Um, no, I like the cold though. Anyway, <laughs> I appreciate you. <laughs> My North Carolina ass down here, like, who gets snow on Christmas? <laughs> no, but um, what it what it's related to is losing my dad. Because for me, the the previous song is about Jenny's dad dying in April. Mine died in January, um, and it was a very very quick process. And all three of the holidays uh, were sort of big landmark moments in that decline. Um, Thanksgiving was the first day that we really knew that something was wrong because he wouldn't eat. Um, and Christmas was spent in the hospital and New Year's Eve or New Year's Day was when he was taken to hospice. So all of, all of the holidays for me, just for the last, I guess, almost six years, five, six years, um, have had a tone under them that is kind of not that ignorable. <laughs> um, lots of memories attached to the holidays that are a really mixed bag at this point. So this song was written when I was alone on Thanksgiving, but that was the only thing that was wrong. And I kept thinking, oh, I'm alone on Thanksgiving. And then that's where the chorus came from was like, come on, you can make it up this mountain. You've climbed steeper. <laughs> so that's um, how I kind of got out of a moment of self-pity that really wasn't necessary. <laughs> um, I noticed that uh, Catherine O'Shea's voice and my voice kind of sit in a similar range. And um, I mentioned that I sing in Dirty Logic. And um, all of us have um, several of us that can continue, like the band can keep going when certain when all when each of us aren't available mm -hmm. i mean you know and uh they were like debrisa who do you know who do you know that can do these vocals and i was like Catherine o'shea <laughs> and like i knew it i did i knew it i totally knew it and like for the longest time um we it just didn't match if you had like out of town mm -hmm. shows and some different stuff and she wasn't able to come to practice and then um we were like all right we have this date she was like i'm coming to practice and then she was like wait I got all my wisdom teeth out. And I was like, oh, snap. I was like, whoa, she's going to be out of commission for a minute. And then, like, <laughs> and I told you this part. But then the next week, they were like, I was out of town. And they were like, can your friend come? And I was like, no, she's not feeling well. <laughs> you know? And then, like, right as soon as I was like, super up in yeah, arms I was, about I was, it. I was like, no, I was you like, leave her you alone. Leave you her let alone. her rest. She needs to recuperate, you know? And then, like, as soon as I said that, she sent me a message. And she was like, hey, I can go to practice. And I was like, <laughs> Oh, I was like, that's amazing. I was like, so, I was like, she's coming after all. And like, so, Which um, just goes to show what a workaholic I am. I'm like, no, 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 it's cool. I got ibuprofen. I'm fine. I'm there, man. <laughs> so we sing together, mm -hmm. not together. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Apparently, from, 
from what I hear from the rest of the band, I'm I'm doing a, a good job uh, filling in for Debris's voice and personality. <laughs> People are like, oh no no, totally. The the vibe is like almost interchangeable too. Cool. <laughs> That's right. It is straight. It's crazy. It's amazing. Captain O'Shea. Woo! <laughs> My own personal hype woman. <laughs> so next up, next up, we have the incredible Madison Maxwell, everybody. <laughs> so this song I performed at a brewery in Waynesville, which is where Madison lives, and she was there to see the show. And I took a break halfway through, and she comes up to me. She's like, dude, that song Poison. I want to sing on that one. I was like yes please like i love it when people come to me and they're like this song this part let me do it and that's amazing so here we go this one's called poison Baby, I'm going out of my mind. 
on on just filling in that high soprano on that belting part I love it it's so much fun and what I love about it is that you brought in a flavor that I wasn't hearing before and that's what was really really fun for me about the first night that we worked on this I was like whoa that's not what I would have pictured but it's so cool I love that yeah happens. exactly and I think that's another reason that I wanted to bring you into this because you work on a project that's so different from what I do you know a lot of the people that I've had tonight are also folk singer-songwriters or like just singer-songwriters with, you know, one stringed instrument. And you have this very different style. You play in an electro rock group. You have this like wild, belty, expressive voice and play key. It just I knew I was like, there's going to be some kind of fun flavor shift up in here. If, if I get her voice on this, like I want it. So thank you. And it's really nice to do something different, too, because, you know, I sing in, like, as you said, a very specific style. So being able to just kind of do head voice stuff and just support is really nice. Oh, totally. I feel you. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Let's see. I like a song that is uh, practical because it has good advice in it, which is don't drink poison. So many, uh, so many people need to know not to drink the poison. Yeah. What was that song, what was that song really about? I don't know. <laughs> Boys. <laughs> um. <laughs> it's not about alcoholism? I thought it was about it. I mean, <laughs> damn, did I just out myself? <laughs> um. This song, actually, I have to I have to throw a shout out to my friend Seth for this one because uh, he's a good friend of mine that I called when I when I first broke up with my recent ex, and um, because I was the one that first made that motion, um, I felt like there was sort of this undo button hanging in front of my face the whole time. It was like I could just make this go away. I could just not deal with this anymore. But ah. and I was telling my friend Seth about that feeling. And he said to me, don't drink the poison. The what ifs and the undos are traps for sanity and reason. And I was like, oh, <laughs> cool. Not only did you just tell me exactly what I needed to hear to make my brain stop doing that weird, I want to go back to this thing. But you wrote a song just now. Thanks for that. <laughs> like. Um, I don't remember what song. I think it was Reed Fail 
that we saw recently at the Peel who opened for Todd Snyder who said something in his intro uh, about like, you can't ever say something too profound to a songwriter and not like it when it ends up in a song. <laughs> like it's it's gonna happen. <laughs> you give them a good wi- nugget of wisdom and all of a sudden they're gonna claim it as theirs. <laughs> like, Okay, I want to thank Catherine O'Shea for being on the show. This is uh, part two, and we should have at least one, maybe two more episodes from this night. It was a great night, just a a wonderful event with a bunch of great people, including uh, some you heard tonight, Michael Martinez from Natural Born Leaders, Debrissa McKinney from Empire Strikes Brass, and several other projects, and Madison Maxwell from Baghead. You can find Catherine O'Shea at katherineoshaymusic.com and also find her on Instagram and Facebook. Look for links to everybody else's bands and projects in the show notes and on the Facebook uh, posts from this episode. Make sure to go to Facebook and Instagram for videos from this episode. A lot of really good uh, videos. Also want to thank uh, just a great guy, Ben Mackle, uh, who also performs as Threadbare and is in a band called the Blue-Eyed Bettys. And he was on the first episode from... Uh, from Catherine O'Shea's episodes and he is really helping out with a lot of the video from this night and that is coming out great and I really appreciate it. Also want to thank Michael O'Shea for hosting. Uh, He is also a musician so uh, make sure to go check out his stuff. We'll have a link there as well. Again subscribe to the podcast WNC Original Music wherever you get your podcast so you get all the episodes and don't miss any and follow us on Facebook and Instagram. Going to try something new this week and instead of having the outgoing music I'm going to play a song by a band who's not necessarily from Western North Carolina. And this week it's a band out of South Carolina called Cutlass. They specialize in soul-squeezing smooth jams. And I think that really comes through in their music. So from South Carolina, here is Cutlass. Have a good week.
So we wrote this song. Okay, let me start over. I already don't like that.